How's everyone doing? Safe and back in the city. It's uh, Monday, April 9th, and I've returned from Illinois for about eight days. Now, you probably heard the part one of Illinois or bust, and it basically summed up a lot of my experiences going to Illinois and back, but I kind of want to go a little bit more in depth. I'm not really going to dwell upon driving out there as much, but kind of what I experienced when I wasn't puking my guts out or just hovering over a toilet. So <clears throat> I would have to say my overall experience, or at least the first part of my experience of heading out there was that as much as I grew up in New York City, I've, I've traveled around, been uh been to parts of the United States, actually even getting into Canada and through paintball getting to see a lot more than just what was around me. The culture of driving from one place to another, as much as I was speeding by at 80 miles per hour, getting to see things differently and how other people live or how how people react. I mean, I did stop at gas stations. I'm not saying that all gas stations reflect kind of like what's going on in regards to the the city you're in or the state you're in but definitely you kind of get like a pulse for wh about what's going on and uh the the average mean of things so i would have to say america's vast as much as it was 950 some mod miles of me traveling from point a to point b I got to see a lot of different things. I got to, ex well, I can't really say experience, but America's huge, you know, and not just, I just, what, maybe a third of it, um, and, and that's just driving through it. So, being a city kid, I am very unaware of how big things really can be. As a kid that was born in Queens, raised in Brooklyn, um, everything around me was a subway ride, a bus ride, um, walking distance. And to experience something that you have to drive that long of a distance or that long, sitting in that long of a, in a car just going there, it's just bizarre to me. So when I got the opportunity to head out there for this conference... It was just like, wow, okay, well, you know what? Let's see. Let's see let's see how far we can go. Let's see how far we can push ourselves. And that was it. Um in, in New York City, like I can walk to the corner store and grab some snacks. I, I can walk a couple more minutes and grab a really good slice of pizza and, and a drink and whatnot. Everything in the city is within walking distance. Everything is within arm's reach. Suburbia, albeit that I did live in Syracuse, North Syracuse, Baldwinsville, and Liverpool, all subsections of uh, Syracuse, I got to experience suburbia. As much as there are, you know, convenience stores close by, um, you can actually walk to maybe somewhere and grab some stuff. It's still a bit of a hike. It, you still need a car. And the whole car culture thing isn't lost on me. 
Um, it was in when it was in Syracuse where I really learned to depend and actually rely on my vehicle. <clears throat> now, disembarking in New York City was a, I was really apprehensive um, about whether or not the car can handle it. So again, being a guy that uh, you know in New York City, guys alone. Having to figure out whether or not my car can make it was definitely something that really worried me, you know. I, I, I'm not really a hands-on type of guy when it comes to what's going on with the car. So it worried me. In New York City, it's all about, you know, getting someone else to fix it. Uh, going to your, your trusted local mechanic and having him take care of things. For me to disembark and and not have someone else worry about the vehicle, it, it, it was tough. So, when I left, I was mentally prepared for a long drive. And driving through Brooklyn, into Jersey, into PA, and, and, and beyond, it was just... A lot, of, a lot of scenery, a lot of difference, a lot of change... And again, filled with a lot of apprehension. I, I just had to deal with it, you know. So, to wrap up basically kind of what I had with me. I had my VanQuest Envoy 3.0. Um, I stacked a lot of my electronics in it. Um, my vape gear, my tablet. Um, had a lot of snacks. And like I said, uh, you know, I went healthy. You know, rolling with, with uh, dried apricots, coconut water, a strawberry refresher from Starbucks. Uh, some Starbucks coffee. I, I tried to stay as healthy as I could, and maybe that was a mistake. Being that you know, for a long distance, long distance drive, I didn't really plan on a lot of stoppages, so I, that was my my fault. But I had my Note 3 set up in a heads-up display mount right in front of the steering column. I had my Note 4 set up in a a kind of like a stand-up GPS mount and that kept me going that got me going all the way through I had my Bluetooth headset for the directions and I was gone so the trip was definitely an eye-opener um, weather didn't help and the time of day when I drove up uh, down to Illinois wasn't the best planned uh, I, I definitely should have taken the time to figure out whether or not that was the best course of action. So, with that being said, uh, I, I had, I had, I had a ball. Uh, as as much as the the drive was tough going up and um, towards the end of it, everything was you know hurting my stomach and whatnot or whatever I ate or lower GI problems. I got to see. Albeit it was dark, a, a lot of, of just green, greens and browns. In New York City, you just grow up with a lot of grays, blacks, dark grays, and, and just muted colors. Everything's muted in New York City. As much as, you know, everybody outside in New York City or people that want to go, they see all these picturesque, perfect um, skyscrapers at night, everything shining, gleaming. You know, the, uh, the, they photoshopped all the, the pollution haze away. The, you know, when you grow up with that, it, it's just it's just gross. 
New York City is going through some sort of huge change where they're bringing in more green, more parks. They're trying to revitalize everything, and that's cool. You know, like uh, when, when Jen and I first moved down here, she wasn't accustomed to that. There's parks everywhere. As much as they're small, they're dotted all over uh, throughout the city, and, and people just had ready access to it. It didn't it didn't really matter. Uh, when I lived when I lived in suburbia, you know, it was Onondaga Lake Park in Syracuse. Um, there was there was Green Lakes uh, Park. Um, there's like all like maybe little small areas, but the thing is, you had to drive to those. That's but then that's because it was surrounded by woods. You know, you could. I remember waking up when I lived in Syracuse and just getting out and just smelling fresh air. In New York City, when you get out, it's just like, ah, oh, you know, like, oh, the air's cleaner today. Or it's not as dirty. So, being a city kid, um, what suburbia kids find mundane, I find amazing. And as much as, like, fatigue was really hitting on me, driving through mountains, hills, like these crazy 90 degree blind turns out of nowhere while, while, while speeding at 80 miles per hour in the dark, in the fog. It was still exhilarating. It was still just a thrill for me. So when I made it to, to Illinois, I was exhausted. I was sick. It, everything just felt wrong to me. So... I, I, I passed out. I missed the first day of the conference that I was scheduled to go to. And that, that was a big mistake for me. As much as I, I I couldn't really fully sleep from exhaustion, I did get up to, to you know, get some food in my stomach, settle myself down. And the time that I did get to see on, on the, my first day in Illinois, <clears throat> the place is flat. Um, it was just like every suburbia you know there's just malls everywhere there's walmarts targets uh, chain food restaurants all over the place you know as as a kid again growing up in new york city it's all about mom and pop stores right uh what uh, you know it's all about how great tony's pizza is but yet you only get a good regular slice there and you walk down two blocks and there's Vinny's pizza with the best sicilian square slice with pepperoni on top they, they don't really have that as much in suburbia and especially in Illinois. Everything's like franchised. Everything, everything's like a chain, right? So I saw a lot of that. I saw a lot of cultural things that were definitely different from, from what I'm accustomed to. So doing a little bit of traveling, I ended up realizing that um, there's still a bit of... Um, skin tone dislike right now being asian I, i'm i'm definitely one of the rare uh rare occupants in, in illinois i mean there's definitely a lot of chinese buffets and there's there was definitely a lot of white folks getting into these chinese buffets and whatnot but on, on my just average commute from point a to point b just just to try to not get sick i did find some folks you know just just watching me just giving me the eye and i found that kind of odd because like you know i i wasn't dressed aggressive i wasn't dressed like you know i didn't walk around with a hood up um the weather was quite comfortable in illinois at that time i think it was like upper 50s lower 60s and 
as much as the rain sucked, uh, you know, you didn't need really much anything else because everybody drove everywhere. So even a trip to the gas station got me a couple of looks and I thought that was kind of odd, you know, I mean, with the way things are in America, um, figure we put that aside, but change and difference is what really gets people to notice others. And I think definitely they realized I'm not an interloper, you know, drive around with New York plates. Um, my, my New York accent, my Brooklyn accent was a little out more because I was fatigued. So I was definitely an oddity to say the least, but as day one faded into day two, day two, I was definitely a lot more alive. Uh, woke up, had to take care of my tire issue, but, um, I got a chance to drive around a little bit and just, just see everything that there was, uh, day two, it was, it was sunny. Uh, there was a gentle breeze. It was just for me an amazement being that like I drove over some highways where I saw like, um, people mudding with their trucks, um, people fishing, just people just out and about enjoying themselves right and this was during like college spring break so there was definitely a lot more people out and seeing that i i was a little envious of it because my fishing experience was basically in brooklyn on um the 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 uh, right near caesar's bay right near the verrazano bridge with my dad fishing for some strange harbor fish right and and the fact that we took it home, we ate it, and, like, my mom got sick. I, that that was my extent of real fishing experience, other than, like, in Syracuse, where my friend took me fishing near the lake, and, like, we caught nothing, except for, like, I just got mosquito bites all over. So, seeing this cultural difference was definitely a departure for me, and I, I was a little envious of these people, you know, they're, they're driving their big pickup trucks, you know, making a huge mess. It was just muddy trucks and Jeeps and, and all sorts of all-wheel drive or four-wheel drive type vehicles all over the place. And I, I thought that was kind of fun, you know? I mean, it, as a city kid, you don't normally just think of that's the first thing you want to do um, uh, for entertainment. I, I just wanted to chill with people, just go around the city, explore. But when I lived in suburbia, I realized that there's just... A lot of outdoors things that I, I really wanted to do. Um, I'm a big fan of shooting, target shooting. I've never, never really hunted before. Uh, don't know if I can, but I've never been put in that situation where I had to make a choice whether or not I should shoot an animal. But <clears throat> um, just going out, I, I'm not really a huge camper camping person, but my girlfriend definitely took me camping with her family, and that was a blast. Um, albeit, you know, I can't really see up on air mattresses, which was kind of weird, but seeing the cultural difference, it, it's almost, it was almost like a flashback, almost like a sense of nostalgia, um, of when I lived in Syracuse, because as, as much as Syracuse people like to pride themselves on being unique and being different and, and because they have like a, a really good school that has like, you know, some good basketball teams, uh, a basketball team in a lacrosse team, blah, blah, blah. They, they're very much cookie cutter to the rest of America, which is weird because like when I lived in Syracuse for about 14 years, I thought the same thing, too, man. Like I had some I had some city pride, you know, um, I, I helped form and create a, a paintball team that played on a minor league circuit and we proudly repped Syracuse. 
and to see that basically everywhere you go it's it's almost the same thing you know like there's and i find that a little sad in regards of culture in america because like um i i guess it's because our country's still very young as much as you know it's like what two three hundred years uh, it's about 200 some odd years old right and no 300 no yeah 200 some odd years old it's not deep in culture like um, European countries are or in Asia where there's like just like crazy old relics and antiquities and all that stuff uh, you know uh, I, I guess it's because America is still wild it's still untamed you know and as I, I co-mingled with the populace, I found out there's there's people that got like gators and poisonous snakes. There's like water moccasins in the water and and all types of all types of shit like that. And I'm like, how y'all gonna walk around like that? Isn't that kind of dangerous? And they're like, no, you. That's just how you live life, right? And the the few friendly folks that I got to deal with, they they were just warm and welcoming. And I got that old vibe that I felt like when I was in Syracuse. Um, my first, my first few days in Syracuse, I couldn't get adjusted. I walked around with that New York City chip on the shoulder, you know, going into a market. You got some lady asking me how I'm doing. I'm just giving her the city glare. So, being a little bit more well well rounded after living 14 years in suburbia and then spending my you know, coming back down to New York City, I, I've learned to ease off a lot of that edge. And being that I was there for, you know, um, public relations and marketing uh, seminar, I, I had to adjust my way in, in speaking to others. And, and going about talking to some people when I was in Illinois, it was just, it was crazy. Now, this is Southern Illinois. We're like a shot away from Tennessee or not Tennessee, uh, K Kentucky or whatever. And, and it was just different, right? There are some folks that were just open arms, welcoming, and just I could just kick back and just chill and talk to them. And that was one of the great things about, you know, leaving leaving the comfort zone in New York City where it's just like mind your own business, don't look at no people, don't start no no problems, don't don't get no problems. You know, and that was just one of the awesome things. Now, culture aside, I, I got to I got to see some of the food those people ate. Right now, I'm, being that I had some intestinal problems, I couldn't partake. But they had some awesome barbecue. Um, I'm I'm a big wings guy, and uh, they definitely had a uh, buffalo wild wings. They had some like old school, like mad old school. Like we're talking three generations in of like a pizza maker there, and the, it, the guy's like just famous for making good pizza. And, um, and I'm like, damn, you know, like th this is just, this is just my body mocking me. Some higher power laughing at my ass and <clears throat> it is what it is. You know, I had to, I had to put myself on a fast, but the sights and smells of Illinois is like I said, very reminiscent to Syracuse, um, the suburbia part of Syracuse. And that was just a comforting thing now I, I got to my seminar and I definitely had a, 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 a really eye-opening experience and kind of like got me into wanting to pursue that next step you know maybe go back to school 
maybe find some type of like um, marketing course and, and try to expand my my mind and you know just grow my wealth portfolio, my knowledge por portfolio. And on Saturday, I decided that I was gonna come home. <clears throat> I wasn't gonna really partake in the rest of the activities of the seminar, and I just need to be home. So. With that said, I definitely left a lot earlier. Uh, it was like 7, 7 o'clock in the morning. Oh, by the way, as you're listening to me vape into your earballs, um, still rocking my Defiant uh, Designs DS, still topped with a Recoil Rebel, a DHD cap, and uh, vaping uh, Perfect Vapes uh, Strawberry Ripe mixed with watermelon. So, I was gassed up packed up ready to go and i left i left illinois in a really really good uh really good mood i, I felt like i gained something um i felt like i achieved something even though like it was just a nightmare um having to buy a tire when you're out of state just to get you home it's not something anybody wants to do on the road trip but it's one of those things that i guess you have to deal with when you own a car driving back down was different it was it was during the day it was it was um, in the morning where I got to capitalize on as much sunlight as possible on my ride down I was jamming the tunes just it was just night and day uh, no pun intended in regards of like my trip going to Illinois and my trip coming back to New York City and <clears throat> I got to see more of, of Illinois I got to see more of the green when I breached into Indiana I got to see hills farms um, tractors moving around people just going about their 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 daily business the ebb and flow of of just middle America or farmland America was just astounding to me it was just something that I can't put my finger on I, I i almost wanted to park i did i pulled off on the side of the road almost caused a car accident just to take a picture of like some creek that was just filled with water because as much as i live in like new york city's version of suburbia where brooklyn is very much like the outlying edges of brooklyn is like suburbia for new york city people um i'm not i'm not not accustomed to um seeing water open bodies of, 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 of water or forest but seeing something like that it just caught my eye the sunlight was bou uh, bouncing off the water just right i just needed to take a picture of it as much as it was dangerous and almost killing people don't do that so driving through all these towns and seeing everything in the daylight it was just like man god damn you know i i wish i had like a day each to just just cruise around and and find the more populated smaller towns and not like the urban areas of each state that i passed through and just see how everything was you know and it was just an eye-opener for sure now google took me back a different way google maps has been an amazing companion on my ride to and from because it always kept me on the uh, on the best route it always gave me options to to take a shorter cut or, or or shorter route and it just kept me going right so it took me more through like maryland area and kept me away from uh, pa which i have to say when driving up 
driving down to Illinois, driving through the Blue Mountain region of, of PA, it was, wow, you know, like, mad elevation. Uh, if you're talking, if you're one of those people that need to pop their ears in a plane, you would be messed up on the route going to Illinois. But on my way back to New York City, it definitely took me through some lengthy parts of West Virginia to Maryland. And outright beautiful. I drove through uh, Marshall, uh, Maryland, I think. And it was just, man, all these houses, these towns, the bridges, the architecture. It just makes me wish that I had a passenger or I was a passenger taking pictures with a DSLR or something. It was just breathtaking scene after breathtaking scene. I mean, I set up the car also with two uh, two GoPros and um, being that I didn't really fully secure the, the, the mounts, they were just jiggly all over the place, but I did take some video, but it was just nothing compared to like stopping, taking a deep breath of the, uh, of the local culture and the local uh, surroundings and, and take a picture that way but um to to get through all that and and then finally hit PA <clears throat> there's a there's a sense of almost home um I I would have to say there was something relieving in knowing that you're almost home and you're just getting there it's the last hour and a half last two hours of the drive and my heart felt a lot better now by that time it was around 8 30 9 o'clock and i'm like oh, i just want to get home i just want to get home you know you're you know when it, i mean each going up was about a 15 hour drive and coming back down was about 14 and a half um i don't i don't know where that 45 minutes or an hour went away too but i definitely made up a lot of time with the the definitely the speed limit um differences but coming back down, um, when I was almost there, it's like, oh, God, I just want to get home. I just want to get home. I didn't care about food. I didn't care about, like, well, I did stop to, to pee because one, one needs to. But um, when you're when I was riding, around, riding along 81 North through PA, it was just almost there. And... When I breezed into New Jersey, that's when things got a little bit more serious for me because I know New York City is right around the corner. I know Brooklyn's right there. And it was just something that I, I it's a welcoming sight for a new uh, for a city kid. So getting into New York, uh, New Jersey, um, Definitely around the new uh, the Jersey City area. I think it was Jersey City. It was in Newark. Jersey City. Man, the traffic there was just insane. I don't know how the Jersey Transit, uh, the, the Department of Transit set up their, their highway systems, but it is hellish. Word of advice for anybody driving to the Northeast, if you are in the Jersey City area, make sure you pay, a, pay attention because I got lost. And when I got lost, Google got lost. And it was trying its best to get me back on track. And I definitely had to pull through some really sketchy industrial back streets. Like there was this one on-ramp that was just through a truck stop. And I'm like, what the hell is this? You know, like this made no, absolutely no damn sense. 
but the fact that I finally made it and I'm here talking to you, it's just, it, it, I, I guess the, the means justifies the ends or ends justify the means. I, I think that's it. So breaking in from Jersey into New York City, uh, Staten Island, I was in the clear, turned off Google Maps. I knew where I was going. There was just a sense of accomplishment when I finally pulled into the driveway. And coming back home after a trip like that by yourself, amazing. Absolutely amazing. Um, getting home, I almost wanted to, like, I got to hug my girl and she was sick at that time. I got to see my dogs. Just, just being home is the greatest feeling any person can ever have when they're away for a while. And with about seven to eight days to reflect, I sat back and thought, what I gained from all this? Would I do it again? Yeah. Um, to answer the latter, yes. I definitely wouldn't mind another solo trip. Um, you know, I would go back to Illinois. I would go back and learn more. I would go back just to enjoy the drive, but I would definitely leave early in the morning. I learned that caffeine is your best friend on a long trip. I, I learned that definitely pit stops for more than just gas and, and using the bathroom is a necessity when taking trips like this. also learned that <clears throat> I should have taken Yob's advice, leave a couple of days ahead, and just take my time and actually see what's out there. See the city. Because when I was when I was sleeping at that flying J, no one no one fucked with me, no one messed with me, you know. And if that's the case, next time I go, I might leave a day ahead. I might I might experience more. Um, it's just one of those things that now that I got a taste of that that unfamiliar, I kind of want to taste it again. I kind of want to go out and venture further and further. As much as, like, if Jen were to go with me, it'd be a really good safety blanket. And knowing that I got someone there that has my back that I can uh, commiserate with, just just, just be pissed off at traffic with, or at least just to talk with, is as much as that is a welcoming thing to do with Solo, really brings a lot out of a person. Like, I, I, give much, I have a much more um, deeper respect for truck drivers that basically keep you know the the flow of industry in America alive because these guys are they were all over the place when I was driving to Illinois and these guys are doing a solo I mean there were definitely some that I knew were mad tired because they were swaying all over the place but you know I, I can relate to a certain degree but the thing is that you know I'm not hauling a ton of stuff behind me you know, I was in a little Hyundai wagon, but I want to do it again. I just, I, I don't know. Like it, the bug bit me, the bug of travel bit me. And I think once I get more of my life in order, I will try to see if I can stretch out further and further and see more and more and take more time to just experience things. Um, as, as much as it, it, it might be expensive because like you know most people when they talk about travel you know they get up in a plane they fly from point a to point b 
you know, they go to resorts, they go to like Disneyland or Disney World, or they, they go to wherever their des- their destination is, and they spend most of their time in almost pre-planned, cookie-cutter type vacations. I feel I got more out of what I did than what these people would do. Yeah, sure, I just stopped at roadway stops, I stopped at gas stations. I was in Illinois for like 48 hours or whatnot, 50 hours or whatnot, and I think if I got a chance to spend more time in my final destination just driving around and just just bullshitting with people, you know, it, it, it'd be one of the greatest things I would ever do. And I, th- I think I'm going to plan on doing that again. Um, it, I think overall it was almost kind of like a spiritual awakening for me, uh, as, as corny as that sounds having to rely on myself having to see how far i can push myself kind of it kind of just woke my ass up you know woke my ass out of this this norm of just getting up walking to the corner chinese bakery getting a fresh bow and a cup of coffee and just chilling like that to having to go oh man i gotta plan ahead i gotta look at logistics i gotta look at money I gotta look at everything and make sure I, I'm not fucking myself over. You know, it, it, it definitely is one of the things I kind of want to keep doing. And I kind of also have a much deeper respect for Yab for when he did his uh, digital derelict wandering around the United States. Because, like, it would, one needs to know what's their limits. One needs to know their shit when they get on the road. Like, they can't just go nilly dilly, let's hop in a car and just fuck off. You've really got to be prepared. There's a level of anal retentiveness in preparation in regards of performance when driving on your own. And that definitely woke my ass up when it came to this. <clears throat> Being back in the city. Um, for the first time in a long time, I feel more closed in. After viewing more of America and seeing how wide and lush it really is, coming back to the urban gray browns and where everybody's up in in your shit, um, it it definitely feels more closed in this time. Um, I, I would have to say I never felt that in my entire life. I've always felt quite comfortable. I always felt at ease, like jam packed in a subway or. Um, walking around Manhattan and, and, and there's just tons of people around you and there's just tourists all over the place taking pictures and whatnot. But after my experience being in the car, coming back here, I definitely feel a little bit more closed in. And I, f- I think that part of that feeling is what makes me want to break out and, and go seek an adventure again. So... With that being said, I'm going to try. I'm going to try to plan ahead, either solo or with Jen and the dogs, or even with Yav going to play ball or whatever, just breaking out of our comfort zones. It's definitely going to be one of those things that you you guys are going to hear and view soon on YouTube. So, until next time, I'm Pat, and thank you for listening to Urban, Urban Kids Adventures. Thanks.